Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. Learn more at nm.org slash better. Sponsored by Northwestern Medicine, relentless in their pursuit of better health care. It's time for our weekly doctor chat. Uh, we usually visit with Dr. Copeland. Today it's Victoria Weston, who is the medical director of Northwestern Medicine's Lake Forest Hospital, uh, a specialist in emergency medicine and immediate care. Thank you for joining us today, Dr. Weston. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. Thank you. So that's your everyday gig, huh? Emergency and immediate care? Yeah. So I'm the system lead medical director over the Northwestern Medicine Immediate Cares. And then I also work in the emergency department of the North Region. Thank you for doing that. Boy, I think the people yeah. that are in the ER departments are just uh, uniquely qualified. Not only are they doctors and technicians and nurses, but uh, it seems to me like that takes a special sort of physician on top of that. Well, thank you. That's very kind to say so. We have a really special, amazing team and so grateful to work with such a fantastic group every day. So thank you for saying that. Well, this is a little more mundane, but it's about the measles. <laughs> I don't suppose people are coming in with measles much. In fact, I just did want to ask you about this. I saw a story about an uptick in measles cases in the United States. They cited Florida where they said they've got more measles than normal, but they were talking about eight cases. So I wonder what's going on there and how big a deal this is or isn't right now. Yeah, I think that's a great, you know, it's a very hot topic right now. And I think that's a great point, you know, that you can look at a percentage, but um, you also have to look at the overall numbers. And so um, overall, you know, you'll see some scary headlines, U.S., uh, 30, on track for 300% increase in measles over for 2024 from the prior year. Um, but if you look at the total numbers, there's been, you know, about 35 cases in 15 states so far this year in 2024. Um, that still is notable because it is such an easily vaccine-preventable illness and because it's so very contagious and also because historically it has essentially been eradicated. Um, but now we're seeing this resurgence just due to people, um, you know, not wanting the vaccines. There's a lot of misinformation, and it's really having some significant public health consequences. You think this is on the coattails of hesitancy about the COVID vaccine? Uh, it may be, but I think there also prior to that was a lot of misinformation about vaccines with the link to autism. And so I think a lot of parents, obviously, um, I'm a parent to young children myself, you know, you always want to do what's best for your children. And it can be, um, you know, hard to parse through the information out there. But really, it is safe. And it's just so unfortunate because this was essentially eradicated. And now we are seeing a resurgence. Um, you know, one of the things with needles is that it's, it's so we have to be so careful about it in our setting, because if you do have someone who you suspect of it, um, that um, it can linger in the air for, um, you know, hours after that person's been there up to two hours. And so really, like, let's say that person leaves the waiting room and someone else is sitting there, they could infect someone else who is not vaccinated, which is, is really, you know, a problem. Uh, the first dose is really only given at age 12 to 15 months. So, for example, young babies or someone who isn't vaccinated would be at risk of getting that infection. Um but prior to this, you know, it was something that we really had eliminated, didn't really see. Um, so although we are seeing low numbers because of how contagious it is, that is still notable and significant. So I'm a baby boomer, and I think uh, my parents and my generation um, dealt with measles. Um, I mean, that seemed to be a conversation that we haven't had lately because it's virtually been eliminated. How embarrassing if your kid gets the measles because you didn't get vaccinated. It's so transparent and you have to isolate him for a while. Um, but I believe it was Dr. Copen who told us that it's not just um, the vaccine that makes you feel better. 
it eliminates it. You don't get the measles like 99.5%, right, if you've been vaccinated? Exactly. That's correct. So you basically it, it, you know, makes you are protected against this virus. And, you know, people used to not only get it, but, you know, there would be a percentage of people who would become very ill or potentially it would be fatal for them. And so, um, you know, certainly you don't want that to be you or anyone you love and care about. So, um, I, you know, I very strongly support vaccination. Um, you know, my children are vaccinated against measles. I think it's a really safe, important vaccine to give. And I think, you know, by having that herd immunity, we really protect you know, younger infants or people who haven't had the vaccine. But as that uh, vaccine uptake declines, um, it's more likely to spread again. And that's where we're seeing this resurgence now. Doctor, the same way about now, I would imagine they're working on the vaccine for cold and flu for next fall. Are they doing the same with COVID? Are we going to get a vaccine in the fall like the flu shot? And are they trying to figure out the strain right now? imagine so. Um, I think that, you know, every year we get a, you know, updated flu vaccine with their kind of best guess as to what the strain it should be. Um, You know, I certainly recommend getting a flu shot every year to help protect yourself against flu. And even if you were to still get flu, um, hopefully you would have a less severe course of illness. Likewise, I think as the new COVID boosters come out, certainly recommend getting them um, to help protect yourself and, you know, people around you. Can I just walk into an urgent care place and say I need the flu shot or any of these vaccines, or do I need to make an appointment if I'm in the Northwestern system? Um, you don't need an appointment, but um, we do have certain clinics that offer the vaccine during certain hours. But everything is on our website, um, and there's plenty of information there if you were wanting to get a vaccine. 262 says, I'd like to know what the side effects are from the measles. I don't think people talk about the side effects of not vaccinating their children and long-term issues they might have into adulthood. Well, those aren't side effects. Those are effects. What about those, doctor? Yeah, it's a great question because it's really, you know, something that we would learn about historically and just, you know, didn't expect to see. And so typical symptoms, um, people may be contagious about four days before they get the classic rash. And so the rash, you know, you see these pictures of these kids with this very, um, you know, prominent rash, but um, symptoms start prior to that, and you can infect someone before you have the rash. So um, the scary thing is that some of the symptoms can mimic a lot of other common childhood respiratory illnesses. So you may see fevers, including temperatures up to 104, runny nose, nasal congestion, all that can happen before the rash. Um, You know, serious effects on this, like I mentioned, you know, worst case scenario, it can be fatal. A lot of people do recover and do fine, but um, certainly, you know, you don't want your child to be the one that doesn't do so well. So very much recommend it. Um, like any vaccine, you know, people may not feel great the first day or two they get it, but I think the side effects of the vaccine versus having an actual course of measles, um, you know, for me, it would make much more sense to get the vaccine. But obviously, um, you know, important to kind of understand what you're getting yourself into for sure. Um, the other thing is that um, it, it lasts a long time, you know, really the incubation period is 7 to 21 days. So you have a few weeks where you oh. really need to be very careful if you do wow. contract measles. Norovirus is on the rise. I'm reading from NewsNation.com. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So norovirus is a very common virus. It's very contagious, and it essentially causes what we call a gastroenteritis. So people get nausea, vomiting, diarrhea, some abdominal discomfort occasionally. But really, the biggest issue is the gastrointestinal symptoms. Um, You can have other symptoms like fever, headaches, body aches, but really the vomiting and diarrhea is the most profound piece of it. Um, people tend to get symptomatic about 12 to 48 hours after they've been exposed. Um, most commonly, you've either been around someone who had it or been in close, con- close contact. 
um, situations where people are in a daycare or a school or a nursing home, it can spread a bit more quickly due to the close contact. But um, essentially, you have vomiting, diarrhea. Biggest issue is that people can get dehydrated mm-hmm. um, from all of the losses. Is there a vaccine for that? Um, currently, it's just, you know, prevention. So you need to wash your hands. Um, it's It's all like about, you know, hygiene, a lot of it. So good hand washing with soap and water, um, washing fruits and vegetables. If you bring them home, uh, there was an outbreak due to raw shellfish from Mexico. So, you know, just if you trying to avoid uncooked shellfish, um, and then just really cleanliness. What happens is if you touch a contaminated surface and then touch your mouth, that's how you get it. So um, if you do have someone in the home who has it, you want to make sure you're cleaning really well. Likewise, you know, bleaching, washing laundry, and just um, trying to avoid it as much as possible. And one last thing, if I don't have my flu shot yet, well, here it is February and it's 70 degrees outside. Um, is What do you think about getting a flu shot now? Is it kind of too late? No, There's no point in it? Um, I wouldn't say there's no point. I will tell you I've taken care of several people today who have flu, and I think uh, it's still it, – it's definitely dropped from, like, December. Um, you know, the current rates, if you look at the Chicago Department of Public Health, are about 6.5% of the, uh, the specimens are positive. So certainly down from what it was at its peak, but we're still seeing a fair bit of it in circulation. And if you do get it, you know, you're going to potentially be feeling quite unwell for – several days. So I think it's worth it. Um, Usually for future, better to get it earlier in the season to try to avoid it, but uh, never a bad idea. When someone comes in for the flu, you said you saw people with that today. Do you ask them if they were vaccinated for it? Um, I usually do. Um, You know, we, you know, I usually talk to them before we have all their test results back and it's helpful to know if someone's vaccinated, but um, you know, even if, you know, I I have several people I've seen today were not vaccinated, but even if you were, hopefully you would have a more mild course of illness. So um, it just, it certainly decreases your risk. And if you were to get it, hopefully you would be less symptomatic from it. Victoria Weston is the medical director for Northwestern Medicine's Lake Forest Hospital. And uh, it's nice to talk to you today. I hope we can visit again sometime. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk with you too.